Hey everybody, we're live at Insights Association in Philadelphia. There we go. I've only said that a hundred times, but every time it's like the first time. Uh, I am joined by John Ferreira. He is with Finch Brands. Yeah. Tell us about Finch. Yeah, Finch Brands is a brand consultancy that's been around for about 20 years, working with brands, everything from startups to Fortune 50 and everything in between. Uh, we do um, work in the areas of insights, brand strategy, and design as separate services or fully interconnected. And uh, we can apply those in standalone project consulting, special projects, big projects at big moments, or we bring those same skill sets and combination of services into year-round relationships with clients in the form of insights communities as well. Got it. And you have your own technology stack for the insights uh, Actually, we or? take a team-first approach. Got so it. Five years ago, we grew into the insights community business by virtue of having repeat clients that just wanted to work with us again and again and again because our team really understands brands and business and branded business strategy at a very deep level. And they loved the conversations they would have with us. And the more studies that we conducted with them, the deeper we understood their category. And it was like the snowball rolling down the hill. We could add more value, suggest studies, help to push the thinking further. So then the community methodology was one to just have the conversation never end. Uh, week to week, year round, value added conversations. And as their needs evolve, we're ready to help evolve with them, with the insights communities to then go and chase the answers with creative research methodologies. So um, uh, that's kind of our approach and our sweet spot. I used to be on the client side myself. I was at Campbell Soup for uh, 11 years and others at Finch were as well. A lot of us have that as a common uh, trait in our background. And we just saw a better way to kind of build a better mousetrap here. So we actually start with the team. We go out and we get, we get the best third-party technology in the marketplace, combine that to kind of future-proof it. And uh, the analogy I like to make is um, we take race car drivers and we put them in race cars. Got it. So, so many firms are focused on the tech side of things, yeah. which makes all the sense in the world and a lot of yeah. great innovations happening there. Um, but we start from more the people side of things and the technology component evolves and we're ready to further evolve as needed to ensure our clients stay on the cutting edge. Got it. Wow, that's pretty exciting. How long have you been doing it? Uh, well, I've been at Finch for nine years uh, after being at Campbell Soup for over a decade. Yeah. We've been in the community's business about five years now and over the last four years, we've grown over a thousand percent. That's pretty good. So it's working, uh, <laughs> it's working pretty well. Uh, the team is growing quickly, uh, bringing on talent from uh, not just our local base here in Philadelphia, but now we have people all over the country because with a team first approach, it's got to be a talent first approach. And uh, we've kind of branched out to find the best people wherever they are. That's great. Congratulations on all your success. Sounds like it's Thank well you. earned as well. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it. We're, uh, we're humble, but uh, you know, appreciative of all the opportunities that our clients bring us and you know, try to create opportunity for them as well. So I'm talking about trends tomorrow. What is a trend you see in the consumer insight space? Uh, I thought the, the Walmart conversation uh, at the show was a particularly interesting one. You know, the, the marrying and, and combining of um, behavioral data with sort of rational self-reported data that people play back and being able to append the two so they can work well together to enrich what you already know. But, um, you know, just, just open, I mean, in my opinion, like all research is a little bit of a distorted reflection of reality. And the goal of research should be to get you t as close to the truth as possible. And either of those approaches under themselves 
can only get you so far. It can get you very, very far, but not all the way. Combining the two gets you that incrementally just a little bit further. So that's one thing that we do within Insights Communities for some of our clients. We'll actually append behavioral data within the community profiles to be able to uh, uh, create new areas of synthesis across those two inputs. Yeah, that was a really interesting presentation by Walmart. And it's interesting how they monetize it so amazingly well, like $150 million in a year. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's pretty, that is a pretty, pretty amazing crazy. thing. Pretty crazy. I thought it was interesting. <clears throat> I think we saw two sides of the philosophical coin um, between the democratization of access to research tools through the Walmart model or um, the Campbell Soup discussion earlier today of that can be a little dangerous if you turn over the keys to people who don't know how to drive. Yeah, uh, it's. I think that model, the Walmart model, really requires heavy-duty, ongoing training and coaching on you know how to ask questions properly and, and the rules of the road, which it sounds like they're doing and putting in place. That's pretty hard Guard to implement. Rails. Yeah, it's really hard to implement. I think, I think, you know, I've been saying for years, just because you have a scalpel doesn't mean you should perform surgery. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that's a, in a lot of ways we've demeaned the role of insights because tools do make it so easy. It, it, it's per perceived that anybody can launch a survey or anybody can uh, conduct an interview via Zoom, but that's not the magic, right? It's not, yeah. that's the operational consideration. It's not the actual like uh, science and, and skill that is involved in crafting a right survey instrument that minimizes participant bias. And yeah. Um, and similarly, of course, on the discussion guide and, and mapping, you know, how to actually do a proper interview is very complicated and takes years of practice. I think it probably comes back to that question of, what's going to get you closest to the truth in the ways that are going to add the most value to decision makers. And um, if you're talking about big questions at big moments, high stakes decisions, I think you'd want to be pretty careful and choiceful about how you structure that approach. Or if it's a question of there's a, a leader uh, at mid-level of the organization that had no access to data before, and suddenly they have a tool that can get them a little closer to the truth than just making pure intuition and gut decisions, then there, I think there probably is some incremental value. So it might, uh, it might depend, but yeah, giving them that, uh, at least the high level training that's necessary. I've seen, I think we've all seen plenty of bad research. Or, plenty of bad research. Uh, <laughs> over the years. Plenty of bad research. Good. Well, Hey, um, John, I appreciate you joining me on the show. If somebody wants to get in contact with you, how would they do that? Sure. So they can visit uh, Finch Brands, Finch like the bird and brands like the word brands.com uh, or our website for uh, insights communities is finchsite.com. So Finch like the bird and then the word site, S-I-G-H-T. And um, yeah, would love to chat and learn more and help in any way we can. Everything we do is custom. It's not cookie cutter, so uh, it's always exciting to help a client solve a unique problem. Listeners, you know the drill. If you care to find his information, you will find it, as always, in the show notes. With that, John, thanks for joining me on the Happy Market Research Podcast. Thanks so much. Glad to be here. Everybody else, hope you found value. Have a great day.